You're listening to episode 55 of the Fuel Your Fire podcast with your host, Liz Heron. Hello, friends. Welcome to the Fuel Your Fire podcast. I'm Liz Heron, ex-corporate marketing executive turned burnout coach. It wasn't that long ago that I was a burnt out, overwhelmed, anxiety-ridden perfectionist trying to juggle all the things. Fast forward to today, where I help listeners and clients to ditch their people-pleasing ways, say yes to the things that light them up so they can live a life without burnout. I created this podcast to help you recognize the signs of burnout and give you real-world, tangible action items and inspiration to fuel the fire inside you. If you are overwhelmed, exhausted, and ready to reclaim your flame, then you are in the right place. Let's get started. Well, hello, friend. How are you doing today? It's, um, it's been quite a week, hasn't it? <laughs> uh, you know, it's been kind of a roller coaster over here. I was in a training, um, like kind of like a virtual retreat or virtual conference. Um, and you know, I've just been doing a lot of learning and unlearning and, you know, last week brought the news of the Breonna Taylor indictments or lack of, and it brought up something for me that I wanted to talk about. It also, I've been seeing it not with just only with myself, but, um, with clients of mine and, you know, some colleagues and it's this idea of, you know, you, you see the news and kind of going numb, like there's so much going on in the world right now, right? It's kind of a mess. <laughs> I think that's fair to say. There's a lot going on. A lot of it's not great. And there's just a lot of shit happening, right? And, you know, it's the Breonna Taylor news, the, you know, Ruth Bader Ginsburg's death, the Supreme Court um, fight nomination, that whole process that's happening. Um, The election is just about a month away, right? So it's just here in the US, like a lot, there's a lot of things coming to a head and it just seems like every day there's something else, right? And it's kind of been this way for a while. I mean, this year with the pandemic, it's definitely heightened that. But I think it's this relentless, like the relentlessness of it is something that I found this week to be like, I kept having the thought of like, this is too much. It's too much. Right. And wanting to kind of shut down. And, you know, I definitely had that moment after, um, the news broke of the Breonna Taylor indictments. And I remember just having this moment of like, I'm just so numb right now. And then the next thought I had was like, well, that's really privileged to be able to just be numb. But even so it's like, this idea of it's just a lot. It's one thing after another, after another. And it, it does be kind of come this, um, like a protection thing, right? It's like, Oh, if I can just kind of detach and just go numb and not, you know, pay attention or whatever. But then I thought about how that really doesn't serve humanity, right? It doesn't help us to disconnect from our feelings. It doesn't help us to disconnect from, the sadness and the rage and the confusion and just all of the things that are happening right now. Um, and so I really wanted to kind of talk about that today because 
I think the first thing we need to do is just acknowledge that it's a lot to deal with right now. We're going through a lot. And whether you are working from home or you're furloughed, you got laid off, you um, are working outside the home, right? Like you're dealing with a lot of stuff and it's one thing on top of the other, another, on top of another, you know, (laughs) it kind of seems like it's a very layered cake of, of stuff that's happening. Um, And I think sometimes we just think that we've got to like push through and keep going and, I just want you to take a moment to acknowledge that it's a lot. There's a lot going on, right? Every day there's another news story. Every day there's another um, just what feels like a threat to democracy or a threat to civil rights. It's just a lot, right? And that's just on like the, the large global scale. And then within your life, how all of those things are affecting you. Right, how the pandemic is affecting you, how your day to day has changed. Um, you know, it's like I have clients who have small children and, you know, haven't gotten out of the house in a long time. Like it's, you know, in almost six months, right? Like that's a lot. Like it's a, there's, we're just dealing with a lot. And so acknowledging that is really, really important. And to also remember, like the idea of just going numb and like, or becoming numb is what's going to keep you stuck, right? We kind of need that. We need that rage. We need that anger. We need that passion. We need that love. We need all of those feelings to propel us forward and to really keep us engaged in what's happening, right? In our country, in our lives, in our cities, just within our bodies, right? Going numb, it like really detaches you from like, what's just happening in your body. And, you know, we have this thought, I had it, most certainly I had it this week of, I can't deal with this right now. Right. That idea that it's like, I can't do this. Can't deal with this. Right. I'm going to go into my phone. I'm going to play a game. I'm going to somehow, I just, I'm just not going to deal with this. Right. It's very like head in the sand. But I also caught myself in the like, well, that's a story that I'm telling myself. The story I'm telling myself is that I can't deal with this right now. It's too much. Right. Instead, I go, oh, how about if the story is, it's completely normal to feel outraged right now. It's completely normal to feel exhausted and overwhelmed right now. It's completely normal to feel sad and mad and hopeful. Like it's, you know, it's completely normal to feel all of those things and you can handle it, right? Like I can handle it. Like, yeah, like the rage I had over the Breonna Taylor news, that's, not something that I need to hide. That's not something that I need to feel ashamed of or compartmentalize. Absolutely. Right. The idea that a woman could be murdered in her sleep by the police is rage inducing. That is awful. And right. Being able to just kind of sit with that and be like, fuck, what the fuck? Right. And just being able to process it. Because that's what it means to be a human. It means to have all of these emotions. And when we kind of shut down from them, because it feels like it's one thing after another, after another, after another, that's what they want you to do. And when I say they, it's like the powers that be, right? The people who are making these decisions and kind of doing these things just like in our face, right? They want us to just become numb to it and not even 
see it or care about it anymore, right? But instead, like what we're seeing is like, right, there's people marching in the streets and they're getting involved and it it does take a lot out of you. And so I want you to take those moments to just acknowledge that it's hard, acknowledge that you can handle this, you can do this, right? Because so often if we, we think that if we feel our feelings, that we're going to get stuck there, right? We're going to get stuck in the rage. We're going to get stuck in the despair. Um, we're going to get stuck in just whatever that feeling is. But I've really found the opposite to be true, that feelings will move through you quicker if we just sit and feel them, acknowledge them, process them. I remember when I was going through my divorce many, many, many years ago, and I you know, kind of had this mentality of like, just keep going, right? That I, I don't remember finding Nemo had come out by then, but it was that idea of like, just keep swimming, right? And I remember thinking about it as like a shark, right? Like a shark's got to keep moving forward or it dies. I remember hearing that somewhere. And I remember saying that to, um, you know, my therapist at the time was like, well, you know, I just gotta, I got, I got this to do. I got this to do. Like, yep. Got to keep going forward. Oh, well, you know, just kind of really trying not to feel the sadness and the hurt and the anger, right? All those things that come up with the divorce, with an ending. And I remember her telling me that like my assignment for the week was that I needed to be sad for the weekend to just allow sadness. And my son was, um, with his father that weekend. So I was kid free. I had no excuse to you know, not just like sit on the couch in the fetal position and cry. And right. Cause so often we use taking care of other people as a reason why we can't take care of ourselves. And, uh, I was definitely doing that. So my son was away that weekend and my assignment was to be sad. And I remember leaving the therapist's office that Saturday morning, it was early in the morning. And I was like, all right, I'm going to be sad. Like I give me an assignment and I'm going to do it. (laughs) I'm like that, you know, teacher's pet kind of mentality, right? Like, okay, I'm going to, this was the assignment. I'm going to do it to the best of my ability. I'm going to go home and I'm going to be sad. And, you know, I remember spending that day just, you know, journaling and just watching sad movies and just feeling sad, being sad. And, uh, you know, went to bed, woke up the next morning and felt great. I remember like bounding out of bed and was kind of like, Oh, I'm going to go get some coffee. I'm going to go for a walk. Like I was feeling like in a really good mood. And then I, I remember having the thought like, Oh wait, I'm supposed to be sad. (laughs) Right. But not really feeling sad because I had spent that time processing the emotion that I was like, Oh wait. And I remember like texting, um, my therapist and saying like, well, what, so what do I do if I'm not feeling sad? Like, how do I, how do I be sad (laughs) if I'm not feeling sad? And it was that kind of that light bulb moment, right. Of like, oh, because I spent the day feeling what I was feeling, it, it just moved through like, you know, the next day or whatever it was, right. Like, and different feelings are going to have different times. But for me, I woke up that next morning and was like, okay, yeah, I felt sad yesterday and I sat with it. Right. I didn't push it away. I kind of was like, all right, friend, here we are on the couch together. You and me sadness, right? Like we're just going to be sad. And 
by doing that, I felt so much freer and happier the next day, right? Because it was like, okay, I just sat with it. That's all I needed to do. And um, so I think that's the key, right? And to not go numb because we want to push all that stuff away. We're denying our humanity. We're denying the human experience, which is, it's a little bit of everything, right? And I'm going to talk more about this on next week's show. I'm going to be talking about the idea of toxic positivity and right. This idea that we always have to be happy, what bullshit that is, right? So there's the numbness that kind of comes in when it seems like it's a, a relentless thing, right? Whether you're, um, you know, it doesn't have to just be the news, right? Like there's just life right now just kind of seems relentless. And sometimes you could be in a season of your life where you do kind of feel like, oh my gosh, it's something every day. And I just kind of need to shut down or be numb about this certain thing. Right. And, um, we do that in all sorts of ways, right? We numb ourselves with, I, I will freely admit I am a mobile game, a mobile gamer. And so there's a couple, a handful of mobile games that I will play to just kind of zone out and not think about anything else. Um, people use food, people use alcohol, people use, um, shopping, right. Working out. Like there's all sorts of things that we kind of use to just kind of numb us. And this week, I really would like you to, when you catch yourself on autopilot this week, cause just hearing about this and having it in your, in your brain soup, right. <laughs> Me talking about it and you're going to start to notice it. But when you do catch yourself on autopilot this week, ask yourself what you're trying not to feel, right? What are you pushing down or pushing away? And just like, just acknowledging that you're doing it sometimes is enough to help you change your behavior because we don't, we can't change what we don't recognize what we're not aware of. And so just kind of notice it. If you feel yourself going on autopilot, or if you feel that coming up, that thought of, I can't deal with this right now, or this is too much. When that comes up for you, take a moment and be like, what is it that's too much? What am I afraid to feel right now? What's that about? Just getting curious. What's that about? And then give yourself time to feel it, right? Set a timer, designate a day, right? If you can give yourself a day to just feel sad about something that you're feeling sad about, just do that. If you have to set a timer, you know, and be like, you know what? I'm going to give myself like 30 minutes to just like rage about this and be fucking pissed. Yeah, do it, right? Punch a pillow, just like get mad, right? But like feel your feelings, right? If you're excited about something, if you're nervous about something, feel it, you know, and and really just kind of allow it to process through you because the more that we try to push it away or numb it, um, it's going to fight harder to get back, right? So just sitting with it. All right, friends. That's what I've got for you today. Um, who knows what the next week will bring, right? Like it feels like it's always something. So again, just really when you feel that, like, I can't deal with this right now. All right. That may be true. Set a timer for a time when you can deal with it, but really think about what it is that you're afraid to deal with right now. Okay. What you're, what's, what you're afraid of having come up. Cause I know for me like that, in talking about that divorce story, like I really thought that if I allowed myself to be sad and cry, that I was never going to stop, that I was just going to fall into a black hole and that was going to be it. And it really the opposite turned out to be true, 
right? It's like I took that day and, and felt everything I needed to feel. And then I was able to kind of, okay, yeah, right? Like I, I could, I remember being able to like breathe again, like, oh my gosh, like I don't, I'm not carrying around this like lead weight of sadness that I refused to deal with. And so I dealt with it and I felt much lighter. So give that a try. And, uh, I will talk to you again next week. All right, friends, have a great week. Thank you.